0: hi jackie hi rosie hi listeners and welcome to M-I-N-S-S-O. M-I-N-S-S-O. good that was a nice ending too yeah it. yeah well i
1: i like when you wind down and i I've been weak the past couple of times. So you stepped it up. I, I appreciate did. that. I did. I did. Um, Hey, yeah. Let's talk about ants and sluts. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. There's a video you can find on Instagram on our page that, uh, we were 4th of July dancing. S- a sexy fan. as hell
0: and a fan caught
1: it and a fan caught <got> it, <laughs> and posted it on our scram and our friend and, um, Jackie's dancing like an ant. You said uh, we're dancing. This is like ants dancing at a wedding, and then and then later, someone was just kept commenting, "Oh my god, you guys dance like ants, ants, ant dancing." Blah blah blah. And then I was like, "I don't want to dance like an ant. I want to be a slut."
0: Yeah, you because said I the- want to dance like a slut.
1: Well, because there's
0: something sexy about dancing like an ant. I don't think so. So right. What? Well, I think you can be a sexy ant. Yeah. But also, the r- reasoning was because I was wearing my ant pants. Right. Um, usually from Marshalls, obviously. And they're like yeah. the lo- the long, flowy pants that a lot of ants wear. Yes. Like elastic around the waist <laughs> and like just that loose fittings. And they have like the weird prints. And I love them. They're so comfortable and they're
1: great for the summer nights. Now, did you own these before you became an official ant?
0: Yes. Okay. So you I, I believe so. Yeah. 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 They're just, they're very comfortable, but I do, I feel like an ant <laughs> in them. But ants... <laughs> Comes in all... Ants can be any. I mean, you're an aunt. An aunt, aunt and uncle, not the insect, by the way. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. And so, I am an aunt. But, like, okay,
1: I feel like the reference, like you were saying, like an aunt having a great time at a wedding.
0: You're capturing the spirit <laughs> of an aunt. I would think more along the lines of in their 50s, 60s, or 70s. So you would take this Just, as a compliment. It, absolutely. Yeah. But also, okay. we were listening to Love an, on Top. A, an aunt. Anthem, an anthem, <laughs> like those All like lovey thing. upbeat yeah. like ant songs. Like, yeah, love on top. I think this one was. Yeah, it was. And for sure. we did. We're doing the Charleston. Like you can't get any more ant than that.
1: Yes, I just I per, I took it personally, and I would rather be viewed as a slut. Well, then I will call you a slut, and we will be <laughs> slutty ants. But that being that's great. But that being said, if I am dancing like an ant, I should own it, and yeah. then stop being like. I
0: mean, if it, also I mean. No one really wants to dance like a slut. I guess. I don't know. But I'd rather I, be confidently flailing my arms around like yeah, an okay. ant than trying to be all sexy like a right, slut. Right, right. But I don't think I Nothing was trying to sluts.
1: be sexy. I just am. You just
0: are. You just naturally are Exude. sexy. Thank you. Not slutty. So when someone sees my sexy
1: dance and says, oh, that looks like an ant, I say, well, I haven't done my job right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have not done my job right.
0: Right. And what I say is, you must have been talking about me. I'm the ant here.
1: No, it's both of us. But you were definitely anti. Anyway,
0: all that being said, check it out up is what oh, I was doing.
1: That being said, check it out on our scream. Let us know for answer sluts. <laughs> um also please throw us some DMs and let us know your top three favorite episodes because we want to know for several reasons yes we, we just
0: really want to know we'll help you guys out help us out it'll help us yeah. out to know what you guys are, are liking listening and enjoying them. and listening to Um, and you know we just have so many good ones so oh, it's God. hard yeah to it's gonna be out. hard for you Um, <laughs> anyway listen up we got a great one coming for you uh-huh Um, am I an asshole for being in a happy marriage with Sarah and Gary and Theba mm-hmm all right Theba's the therapist they're all married <laughs> they're all married <laughs> it's a three-way marriage <laughs> all right bye <laughs> okay uh, listen up bye.
1: so, Am I an Asshole for
0: Being Happily Married, right? Yeah. Is that the title? It, I think it is. Yep. And we have longtime friends, Gary and Sarah.
2: Yay! Calling yeah. in from
0: the Jersey Shore, and that's real.
2: <laughs> that is true. We are at the Jersey Shore.
1: Did you guys just get done with your gyms and your tans and your laundries?
2: Yeah, we uh, just got done fist-pumping. For sixty-three minutes straight. Uh-huh. Love it,
3: love it. kind our toddler, who is you know all about gym tan laundry.
1: And
2: great, and crying and
1: <laughs> And I don't know if that's like a super old reference. Like, did I just like pull that out from like two thousand? Probably. No,
2: well, I mean Jersey Shore is on again.
3: Is
1: it? It's like, oh, great.
3: Still again, mm-hmm.
1: that's ridiculous. But none of
3: us do that because we're all. Too old. Yeah. Of course, yeah.
1: Why yeah. would we care? No, <laughs> Never would I watch that. Um, no, but we know you guys from the New York City comedy scene. You used to perform with this old, this old, old bag of bones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, back in the day. No, it was just a couple uh, years ago. Martha.
2: Martha. Improv, stand-up, sketch. We did it all. The good old
0: days. At the People's Improv Theater. We put on good shows there, damn it. Oh, I yeah, hands down. We I mean,
2: also performed with you, Rosie. Just not on oh. a-
0: yeah, I was in the mix.
1: Oh, we're yeah. Like, we, all, we all rotated using that bathroom and back there. In the yeah. I, mean, it I feel like we would book each
0: other a lot, too, because it was convenient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once we knew cool, that yeah. like, each other was all yeah. right, we were like, I'm to be on our show. Oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. So we asked Gary and Sarah what kind of topic they would be interested in doing, and they did a humble brag. Um, category. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> um, so this is what they picked. Um, yeah. Well, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Oh, um, oh, I'm sorry.
2: There were uh, there were t- topics discussed, and we couldn't come up with a good one because we're a little bit personal and we're super boring. So that's it. Uh, like, this is smoking. kind of where we landed. I think I think we right. also talked about like, smoking weed as parents and stuff like that. Yes,
0: we talked about like maybe one person being like more of like the type A. Or something like, Nerdy we talk, talked about some, yeah, some dynamic, but this was one that you both could talk on, right? Yeah. Like, like you both felt.
2: Yeah. I, okay, fine.
3: This episode should be called, Am I an Asshole for Choosing Happily Married as my topic for Am I an <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> well, so, yes. here's the thing though. I see where you guys are, are coming from and like, why, first of all, why did this resonate with you and why do you guys feel like assholes?
2: uh i it kind of resonated well, okay first of all when i when we were choosing topic i didn't know what to choose because i actually this is gonna fuck this is gonna make me sound like an asshole but i really don't ah. consider myself to be an asshole so i didn't know what
0: <laughs> you wait do, you do I, does it he I does not
2: i do not consider myself
0: asshole hold on tenue. asshole is a loose term
2: oh. asshole is a, oh, oh i knew you guys
0: would like that it's uh it's i paused so, yeah and it also is dad is it? joke asshole is a loose term doesn't really make sense no but anyway we're we don't feel like assholes either if it makes you feel better it's just like you know like why do why might people think you're an asshole for something
2: right i think you know when sarah and i started dating 12 years ago oh uh, my god (laughs) such a long time almost
3: 13
2: uh almost 13 it was like an immediate oh jesus everything on this episode is going to sound so cool who
0: cares just do it we
2: it was uh it was like an immediate connection right and i think you know, I, I first felt like an asshole for being so connected and in love with Sarah because the person who actually connected us, her roommate Katie in college, uh, as soon as we began to show like any PDA, which was, was this was probably the first time I actually showed PDA with a person that I was helping <laughs> She immediately was like, oh, you guys are disgusting. And I was like, you hooked us up. What are you doing? So immediately I felt like an asshole for being in like a happy, like hookup kind just, of relationship. I
3: think like the, the happy relationship implies a lot of other things. Like, yeah. you know, you're all of a sudden just you two and you're like sucking face all the time. And you only want to hang out with each other. And you start like excluding friends. And like, you know, it's just, it can isolate you from other people in your life which is not how we see ourselves at all but i think for me personally i've always just been very cognizant mm. of how other people might like see see us as a happy couple or like you know where we might be headed like i feel like if we spend a whole weekend just doing stuff for us they you know people will be like oh what like you don't hang out with your friends anymore you're just like so in love you're just together all the time like and let me i don't think we have friends that actually say that to
4: us. <laughs> yeah Oh,
3: well, maybe like, at um, jersey
0: shore that's why talk to talking like that
3: like, you don't want to go to the gym like yeah. no. so you know i think as we get older there's less of that because naturally just people start pairing off and they're in relationships but or still there's you know people are in relationships that aren't so happy and so like we are proud to say that we are, like, just very honestly, transparently in a, what I, what we think is a good relationship, but that in and of itself sounds like total, like, we sound like such douchebags, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's lots of layers.
0: Yeah. Well, but I think one thing that, like, kind of resonated with me, too, is, like, I feel like saying you're in a happy relationship almost sounds differently to other people's ears. Like, it could mean that that means you don't have problems. You know what I mean? Like, that you don't have... And like real
2: problem, <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: But like, I feel like it implies that like it's a perfect relationship, and it doesn't. You know it what I does, mean?
2: It really, it truly doesn't, because I feel like right. actually a happy relationship or happy marriage, or whatever, has their it should not imply that there's no problems, because exactly no who you are when you're coupled with another human being, there's gonna be some conflict at some point.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So I feel like when people see that, they may they may be internalizing that as that, and it might cause maybe it causes jealousy. Maybe they're you know, like they've been, they wish that they found somebody like that or whatever. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's the assholiness. I can't
1: relate. I'm single.
0: Perfect. <laughs> her and I have been in a friendship what? relationship for a while. Yeah, no, no,
1: no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. Um, well, well, here I can understand so, being jealous of you.
2: Well, here, so you guys met Sarah and I while we were already together for a while. Right. And, yeah. Uh, you know. Like, we started doing comedy together, and you, uh, Jackie and I were doing comedy together for a while, Uh and then Sarah came into our group. Like, what Uh did you think about that? And Gary was was, like,
3: can I bring my girlfriend?
2: Yeah, (laughs) because at that point, she was just my girlfriend, but she had been doing comedy also, so it's not like it was like, she was a teacher and didn't do anything comedy Yeah,
0: I mean, if she she sucked, that would be awkward, but she was good, so it's fine. (laughs) Right, 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 (laughs) Um, Um okay yeah yeah let me think back because i was like yeah i I mean i was young when i first met you guys i was like 22 or 23
2: so young and and i feel like we didn't really realize it until you were like guys i'm 22 yeah
0: no really and now that i'm probably more your age when you take it easy i know god (laughs) they're they're in their 70s you guys can't (laughs) see but
4: i'm I'm, I'm 73
0: yeah yeah um but I always think too. I must have been so annoying because I was young, so I was probably just like, ah, like all over the place. But I remember meeting you guys and being like, they're at a level that I'm not. I, it like almost scared me. I was like, I don't want that right now. And I remember coming over to you, your apartment, and you were like folding laundry or something. I was like, oh, this was so. I was like, this just feels so like suburban, like whatever. But that was because in that time in my life, I was getting stuff out of my system and like not, you know, I hadn't found anyone or whatever. Um,
2: you were getting stuff in your system as well. Yeah, <laughs> getting stuff in and out of, oh, yeah,
0: cool. in a lot, and mm-hmm. you know, so and then with the comedy thing, I mean, yeah, I guess maybe sometimes like it was like I could understand it being a little nauseating only because like <laughs> that's a harsh word, but like. You know, I think it's it's wonderful being able to find someone you can do comedy with and then someone that you can share a life with and all that stuff. So, like, uh, in hindsight, I think it's a lovely thing. But, yeah, I mean, I can under – like, I probably had a couple moments of, like, eye-rolling just like, oh, God, you know what I mean? Yeah. But also, like I said, I think it was my time in my life that, like, that's why it was – that's why I maybe thought that. But I never thought you guys were – I never thought you were intentionally, like, annoying about it or, like, trying to throw it in people's faces or anything.
3: In fact, I think we went so, like, we intentionally went the other way with it. Like, when we did do, when we were doing improv and stuff in a group, we were conscious of not, like, like, Gary had his project manager hat on and was, like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's all always. Always. Like, for shit and, like, not doing things the way we were supposed to. And
2: I would, I would treat her the same as everyone else. Yeah. You know, I would get mad at her at home and.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, my
2: God. Writing sketches. Anytime Sarah would choose to be like the one to, to take the lead on the sketch, I would be like, in my brain, I'd be like, oh, that means I'm going to have to be annoying.
4: Because no. I would just, like,
2: at home, because the two of us are pretty different in that way. Like, I like to plan ahead and do stuff in advance so that I don't have to do it in the last minute. And Sarah <laughs> does a lot of things. Uh, comedy in particular, was always last minute. Like, if she had a show, she'd be like, I got to write my five minutes. And it would be, like, five minutes before the show. I'm
3: an artist, you um, know? Thank yeah, you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, like, so, you yeah, know, just- with us being in a relationship and me basically producing all of our shows, to an extent, I'd be at home, it'd be the evening before the show, I'd be like, can we see the cut of the sketch that you're...
3: And I'd be like, I'm working on it!
2: Editing, yeah. <laughs> so, that that got to be an interesting time in our life. Actually, the two of us haven't talked about it in a while, but it was, oh, a, it was interesting good, to... Um, like be producing comedy with someone that you're with because it's hard to like take off the producer hat and put on the husband hat at times or even at that point, yeah. not husband, but...
3: Um, or keep the producer hat on. Or keep the producer
2: hat while... Put on your
3: hat. penis hat. And, then-
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he does have an actual little cap for it <laughs> he puts on. We've all seen it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was the market. It <laughs> yeah. was shared.
0: Yamaka. I don't know. Well, anyway, one thing you guys um, touched on, which I kind of want to... I'm curious about do you feel like because you were saying you guys are different do you feel like that helps your relationship
3: sure for sure we're different but we're also we like we both are I think like attention whores like we both like to to you know sort of run a room to a certain degree or or naturally maybe that happens but um, but then in so many ways we are fundamentally like very different like as you said I mean you know And Rosie, I'm sure you even know that, like, Gary's just a very organized, on top of shit type of person. He doesn't procrastinate. He gets things done, which I find infuriating. (laughs) (laughs) Only because it further highlights
0: how (laughs) (laughs) it is.
1: Yeah. That's like our relationship. It it kind
0: (laughs) of is. I'm Sarah. (laughs) I'm Gary. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I mean... but nice. it is like a yin and yang that kind of works together. If you're both fundamentally similar, like we both love comedy. We both I love, love the, we're, we're married. Now. <laughs> we did. I put the, re-
1: I did say I do when uh, Nick did at the same time.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, And I said yes to both.
1: Yeah. 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 So. No, but okay. So before she's we, my work wife. Before we move on, just to, to, to the and the psychological parts of it, what, what were you say like are the top reasons that, you you
0: guys are happy in your marriage good question
3: i think again because as you guys pointed out it's not about having a perfect relationship it's about Mm -hmm. having like a healthy relationship and there are of course issues and you know fights and arguments or whatever but what makes it happy is like there's transparency and we are completely honest with each other we you know we all remember the days of like, and maybe some of us have never been like that, but I'm sure we can at least sympathize with it. Like the person who just feels like the the only way to have a relationship is for there to be some sort of drama involved. Like it oh, has yeah. to be kind of dramatic. And you have to be like, why would you look at her like that? Or like, where were you? Why didn't you come home on time? Like, I have no interest in that. I just right. want, like, you know, there's no, I, there's, I, I have no negative intentions. I don't need to manipulate him to make him feel a certain way to treat me a certain way. Mm-hmm. And it goes both ways, and yeah. like that's that's very like base, that's a very basic, like foundational thing about our relationship. So, like, I would say that's one thing, honey. Yeah. What would you say? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna
2: think a different way. I agree with everything she said, but I, I actually think the fact that we, guys, he
3: has notes. I'm, <laughs> not,
2: I'm, not, reading <laughs> off my, I'm not reading off my notes, I swear, I'm not. But the, this, I don't remember this question being asked. Uh, I think the fact that we now have like we both had our own friends and now you mm. know each other's friends obviously very well over all this time. I feel like there's no, it, it's, it's extremely easy for me to be like, I'm going out with my friends and it's like not a thing. You know how some people when they're in a relationship, it's like going out with my friends and then the other person's like, well, why aren't you doing this? So like, you should be yeah. on me. whatever. There's none of that. So it's like, like we can do lives. our own thing all the time because we just like, we've had the same friends for, I, I just feel like friends are a big part yeah. of, our lives, mm-hmm. um, and I think that feeds into our relationship because we like each other's friends, we know each other's friends, and mm-hmm. like it's never a question of, of um, I don't know where I was going with this, but I, I just feel like, yeah, f- yeah. I
3: feel like
2: having good friends that are friends with the two of you in the relationship is a good thing.
3: Like, we can all hang out together, it's not like I hate your husband, like I hate your girlfriend,
2: right? right. You
3: like, there's no divide,
0: but then you can also hang out with them autonomously and like oh. not feel threatened. Or whatever. Yeah, totally. Okay, and then like you
1: guys talked about PDA before too. Like, do yeah. you do you, you like you still like touch each other and like love each? You know, is Gary fingering you right now? <laughs> God, fingering <laughs> is the <a> grossest <laughs> thing.
4: Finger oh, blast
1: No, but but I mean, but seriously though, I mean it's yes. an annoying part of watching a happy couple. But like, right? Yes. Like, the yeah. The physical attention is still there.
3: So we still, I was going to say the other thing on the list would be like, we still have sex and like, right. you know, sorry to anyone who knows us who's listening, but. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, As if they thought that you guys. We're going at it like five times a week, but we are still having sex. And right. so, you know, and I, I'm sure we'd both like to be having sex even more than we do, but it's like, there's it's still personally. a physical component <laughs> of the relationship that like, is there. So there's no resentment building up of like, like he doesn't touch me, or we don't do, right. you know. There, there's none of
2: that, right? I, mean, I did. Just, <laughs> I did just say to Sarah yesterday. Well, so what happened to your tits? Because they're so small now. Oh my
3: god! But it's
2: okay, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I that went too far. they are gonna like, get so
4: hate They're it.
3: small.
2: They're cute.
3: That has nothing to do with us having sex. But I'm glad you got that nothing ahead. to do with that. <laughs> yeah. You're part of
1: well, yeah, they have a baby. That's the other thing. So you guys um, created a life together.
0: Yeah. Does that, I mean, I know this is probably a dumb question, but does that affect your your boning life? Or, like, did you guys kind of bounce back? What? Did Sarah's no. small boobs bounce back? Ugh.
3: They're not hey. small. Guys, they're small, and I'm proud of them. And it is what it I'm is. I'm proud of them, too. I might Same. To just see if they'll get big again, just for fun
2: scenes, <laughs> <laughs> Uh Did having, did you say did having a child uh, impact? Our sex life. Our sex life? Yeah. No. I don't think so. I mean, you know, there's no afternoon delight unless it's during a nap. Um, so it's kind of like,
3: <laughs> but it's almost like when he takes a nap, it's like it's like that rare opportunity to so go it's, on it's almost even you know, <laughs> to just scroll through and like get through our stories. No, um, it's it's like we're more aware. We're more aware of the the openings that we have to do it. Literally, the openings. Cool. You
4: know, yes, I gotcha. There it is.
3: Um. So, I, I wouldn't say so. And, like, you know, if you, if you have a kid that, God, God willing, like, sleeps, you know, at night and has, is on a schedule after, let's say, even, like, eight weeks or so, then it's, like, your nights you have back to yourself. Yeah. So, like, do we have sex in a more traditional way, like, at nighttime? Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. You know, right after work, he comes home and he's like, honey, I've got a donor. And I'm like,
2: ooh! Well, I do say that, but nothing ever happens. Yeah as a result. She's like
0: get that thing away from me.
2: Get it away. <laughs> Cook your son his meal. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Cook your <son.
0: laughs> with, with
2: a raging boner. <laughs> oh god.
4: Right.
0: Um um wait, one thing I I'm curious about. Okay, cuz remember Sarah when you kissed Jeremy for the the <laughs> JetBlue thing? Never let that down. Gary never but remember Gary got a little jealous. I mean, not really, but yes. It was it was it was endearing. I thought it was endearing. Okay.
4: First of was all, was
3: all for the audience. What was it? I remember, but I can't remember what sketch
0: it was. What was it, it? it was the the Jet Blue, um, oh, the yeah. flight etiquette and and Jeremy's gay, first of all. And he's been our he was our friend for like, yeah. It was, you know, it wasn't a real thing, but I just uh, that just made me think like, have you guys had jealousy issues that you've had to like overcome maybe in the early days?
2: Yeah, so that's actually it's a good question. So um, I have like really big problems with cheating. Like I I, I am like very against cheating. To the point <laughs> where, like if I see it's this is really weird quirk about me. If I see a movie where there's cheating involved, I like get like a really weird feeling. I
0: like I do too.
2: Yeah, I good. swear I do too. I, it, it's just now? good to know someone else. No. I've never been cheated on. Well,
0: you were,
4: though. Was I?
2: <laughs> By really.
4: me. My, my.
2: So in high school, I dated a girl two years younger than me. And then when I went to college, we were still, like, together. But not really, because I was in college and she was in high schools. And she started hooking up with someone else who she's now married to. So it's like, who cares? Yeah. Uh, but, like, but that's it. That's really it. So,
3: Um.
2: Uh, but I, I don't think that's why. I, I just... Yeah. Like, I have felt very strongly in my life that, like, I would not do that to someone. And I guess I would hope the same for me. It's just, like, I just don't like it. I don't know.
3: But you've always been – you've never been, like, where are you going? Like, Mm. hang out with that person?
0: What's going on? I I trust, I guess. Like, You have to trust, I guess. You have to. That's the fucked up part about cheating that gets me is because – Y- you have to have that trust, and then when somebody breaks that trust, it's just one of the worst things you can do to somebody. Yeah, totally. like, Probably. and that that that's weird that you say that because sometimes in movies and stuff, like Nick, like I'll get weird, like I just will be like, eh, and I get a weird yeah. feeling yeah. in my stomach.
3: Mm-hmm. Like he's, I don't think he's
2: ever watched the movie Unfaithful because he like can't. I watched it once and I was like, no, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like, me. That oh, it's fun. And I was I'm like, watching. okay, let's keep watching. <laughs> right <Awesome>. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember your question.
0: <laughs> are you eating gummy bears, Gary? <laughs> yes, I
4: am. Yeah.
0: I'm jealous. Um, But I get, I get, I mean, so Sarah, I mean, because you guys, it doesn't get in the way of your relationship. You're not like, where are you going? What are you, who are you texting?
2: Literally never. Oh, I mean. In the be- in the beginning. Gary's you know? a really, so, like, like
3: gregarious person. Go in fact, if we were in an improv 101 class and we played that game where you, like, have that, you know, what's it called? The alliteration. Oh he'd yeah. be like, we're Scary or mm. something."
2: Uh-huh. Gross Scary, but okay. <laughs> but for the context of this, for the
3: purpose of this conversation. Um, so, and girls just like, love him. He's just like a great friend to, to women.
2: Yeah. But that's literally my whole life. I've just been people's friends though. Like I did not get a lot of girls growing up. <laughs> I didn't. Like, yeah, I, I a lot of, I had, really totally. I had a lot
3: of girlfriends. this entire podcast episode. A lot of
2: girlfriends, but like good friends, not... girlfriends. T and the V friends. Right. No, I
1: think we can really just take this uh, when we bring Thayba on, just talk about why Gary's scared of unfaithful, <laughs> why he had no girlfriends until Sarah. Is she paid for?
4: Is <laughs>
3: she what?
1: Is she paid for? Did we pay for her? Is she a mail order?
3: Okay. Well, <laughs> I have a great allowance. And-
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Well, I think we should bring Theba on. She's Thank our God. psychologist. We could talk about some stuff. Hi, Theba. Hello. Hi. Yay. Hi, okay. So, um, yeah. Are they assholes? What's how are we marriage? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they
4: married. It's I'm really married. Short. Yeah, it's gonna be a short episode. They are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A are- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Done so and call it day. Sorry. Good.
4: No, so, um, so it's really interesting. First of all, this topic as a psychologist is really interesting. And as someone who's been married for two years is additionally interesting. Um, but I just think a lot of it, I think one of the things we didn't really talk about was the culture of marriage. So really like what impacts marriage? What are sort of the understandings of like how your parents grew up? What what impacts how you view marriage. So I think that lens is really important. So I, I'm always curious as to how couples that engage really well, have really positive, healthy relationships. What was their example growing up? Like, did they have parents that were divorced, happy, et cetera? That's always a first question I always ask.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so you go first. I'll
3: go for it because it's really, my mom was a single mom. I never know from the moment I met her when I was (laughs) four to when she unfortunately passed away when I was 25. I never saw her have any sexual or like more than friend encounter with any person ever. Mm -hmm. Um, So and you know her and my dad did not get along. I barely knew my father until later in life. It wasn't messy though. Like it felt very normal to me, and like my mom did an amazing job of making me feel like. That, like there was nothing no questions to even ask because like I thought I didn't even think twice about it like other people had moms and dads but I was never like where's my dad you know I, I don't know why but I, I was just like she made sure I was very well adjusted and I I really you would know better than me but I don't know why or how that would then lead to me having a, a healthy relationship I cer- mm-hmm. certainly hooked up with my fair share of assholes you know at one point.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: in there. I'd say probably until I met you. Well, there was <laughs> no, there was one fat, wonderful boyfriend who's still a friend of mine, and we still hook up sometimes. But um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: good, aw, uh,
3: keeps so it happy. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's really my story.
2: And then for for me, it's actually pretty boring. So my parents were together until my dad passed away in 2008 but they had a very very happy marriage i have two sisters i grew up with siblings um but my parents were very happy like a lot i had a lot of friends parents that got divorced and i was always like my family's pretty boring because it was just always there was no as in terms of a a child looking at their parents there didn't seem to be that much conflict like they would have small arguments you know my dad did a lot of like he was always at work and stuff like that, but he always had time for us and he was always around. Um, so I would say I grew up with a very healthy parents relationship.
4: I, I, always, I always ask that just because I always think it's interesting how, when we are dating and then we get into marriage, like it it absolutely impacts just what our view is. Either it's the opposite or we want to follow it, but it's just interesting to know that background. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, do you think, can I ask something really quickly? Sorry, Taba, not to steal your thunder, but... I'm, I'm curious if you're, cause I know both Sarah and Gary have had some like hardships in terms of, of your parents. And like, do you think that that in a way brought you closer? Cause you both shared that experience or does that maybe not have anything to do with it? If you don't mind talking about it.
2: Yeah. I I think it a hundred percent brought us closer because my dad passed away when we were 23, 23, 23. And that was uh yeah. year two of our relationship, two and a half. So like when you have a parent pass away, you immediately, you know, if, if you're in a good relationship, you get closer to that person because they're there for you during like the worst part of your life. Right. And then for her mom to pass away, you can talk also, but like a year and a half, two years later. Yeah. Only wow. two more years before mid twenties, you know, she just did it for me. I'm doing it for her. And in her, in her, her situation, her mom passed away from cancer. So it was kind of a lo- like a little bit of a longer thing. Mm. Um, just total involvement in every aspect of each other's life. And then from there on, it's like, there's no going back. Right. I
3: think that's the thing. It's like in those moments, it's like when Gary's father was in the hospital and it was, it was pretty tragic and happened pretty quickly, but there was like, you know, five days in the hospital. And it's like, at that moment, am I the girlfriend who's in the room every day? Like, am I there all day? Or am I like someone who's at work and like calling in like, Hey, how's it going? You know? And it's like, there was, I mean, I didn't even think about it. We're just there that we were there we're part of that so like
2: there's yeah. no turning away. yeah it yeah. was pretty it was pretty <laughs> immediate from that I mean it was it was kind of already um like ingrained that we were going to be together but from that point right. on there was no, yeah. There Feels was the no yeah and also like I have a pretty big I have a pretty big family and everyone loves Sarah immediately and that also helped
3: yeah you know, yeah, just, yeah yeah
2: get go also so and
3: i had a family of one and my mom was pretty into him so that was cool
2: (laughs) yeah but that that is it is interesting for Tabor to bring that up because it's true like sarah was part of my family immediately and it was i have a big family i have a couple sisters i have a lot of cousins uh and sarah had her mom and that was it yet Mm -hmm. she still understood what it was to be in a good relationship i don't get it she doesn't i don't really get it (laughs)
3: I don't get but it either. It works. But I think that's more about, like, his family. They were just so great. But, oh, God. But, again, if I just step out of this for a second, we'd like-
0: <laughs> No, I No. That gave me the chills. I think it's really sweet. And I think sometimes our culture shits on on people that are dedicated to one another and, and work really hard to be in a committed relationship. So don't feel too shitty about it. Um, Ava? Wait, what? No, what?
3: On the topic of, like, the family stuff, I guess this sort of lends itself to why we may feel like assholes. Like, for example, Gary's mom, Linda, who's one of the most amazing ladies I know, she's mom to three kids and, you know, we, all of her kids, Gary, Wendy, and Marla, they all have great uh, significant others, you know, and Linda often, and now we have grandkids, you know, she's often, she'll often talk and be like, our family's so lucky. Aren't we so lucky? And like, you know, I Aww. feel like should we do that around other people too. And I often am like, oh God. like, And it's like, I feel it too. But like, are we like totally annoying other people with like our happiness? And there there are other people who will just come up to us like on the beach and be like, your family is so lovely. <laughs> it's like, Aww. I don't know
4: <laughs> like, I like, how
3: in your face is some of this stuff where it's like, it makes someone want to barf, you know? Gotcha. Okay. or it's
1: inspirational I don't know
0: I feel like it makes yeah. someone to like barf hope not yeah. I just barfed in my mouth no
2: see <laughs> that's I mean. But... yeah had nothing to do with
0: that. <laughs> that's just my gastro problems. That's, that's no but problem. um, they but with
1: the like society and marriage and all that stuff like I mean I we were talking about a bachelorette party the other weekend like how a lot of marriages are ending like real fast
4: mm-hmm.
1: these days I don't know do you know anything about that
4: I mean, yeah, I think, I think what's happening too is, I mean, I think the culture of marriage is changing quite a bit in America. I mean, I think couples are getting married later in their life versus earlier, but one thing I think that is unchanged is the pressure to get married. So maybe the age has changed, but really like, and this is cross-cultural, I think, is when we're looking at people, we're sort of waiting for them to accomplish this thing, which is like, when are you going to pair off? When are you going to get married? And so I think that inadvertently, like maybe people are waiting. um, But at the same time, they're getting married. It's just a little bit later. So with divorce rates going up and things like that, sometimes that can be a little bit misleading statistically. I mean, sometimes it's inflated because we're just reporting more scores and we're kind of talking about it more versus like how many statistics do we really have from like the twenties and thirties and forties. I mean, research itself has just gone up. So yeah. there's, but also I just think like marriage in general is one of these staples in, in, in society of like, like I said, like an accomplishment. So I think that, puts a lot of pressure just on people. Like from whatever country you're from, whatever culture you grew up in, I think there is some sense of uh, a sigh of relief. Like, okay, I've, I've checked this box off. And that's really unfortunate because I think that that contributes to why we're not seeing healthier relationships and healthier marriages, because we're, we're maybe not thinking about the right reasons. We're maybe thinking like, oh, time, time is going up and our our lovely parents will remind us of that. And um, I think women in particular, with a lot of things just tend to have a lot more pressure in that sense. And, and there's just, there's just a level of, you know, we have women now which we didn't have before with the opportunity to have careers and do better. And, and one of the things that we're not really taking into account is, I mean, Gary and Sarah, you guys briefly talked about having a kid. I think that that's something that really contributes to the happiness. If you can call it happiness of marriage too, is that like we are a society that is formed on work. We're a society that's formed on focus, 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 career, work, career, yet we don't have the the social support and services and government, you know, paternity leave, Mm -hmm. maternity leave, um, flexibility of of schedules. And so those type of psychosocial stressors that come on impact your marriage. Mm -hmm. So we don't really think about the things, I'm kind of jumping around, but we don't really think about when we're talking about marriage, divorce rates, and then everything that's going on. A lot of these factors that are contributing to how stable the marriage is, is the society that we live in. And like, we just don't have a lot of resources for it. And I think that that's really difficult. So you can have, think about a couple that, you know, they both work because they have to work and they have to contribute to their income and they have a kid, they decide to expand their family. And now they have really limited time off. They've got doctor's appointments, they've got bills, they've got rent. Like this is pretty much most people in our country are not very well off and don't have to worry about it. A lot of us work because we have to work. I mean, it's not always just like, oh, I love my. You know, I want to work. It's a lot of it is paying your bills. And mm-hmm. so, I think when you look at marriage, not cross culturally, when you look at with within America, mm-hmm. I think the stressors of marriage tend to be um, just the lack of like resources and support we have for families. That makes sense.
0: I, I totally agree with that. I mean, because we're lucky in the sense where I mean, and I don't, you know, Gary and Sarah, I mean, I don't know your. Financial business, but like kind of in the sense where you can afford. Uh, I mean, for the most part, like having a family and ha- and you know, I don't. I don't know. Did you guys have any paid time off?
2: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. I, mean, I had three months.
0: That's and amazing.
3: Nine and two yeah. weeks, and I work life. at a startup. and like, that's kind of probably unheard of.
0: But but, but a yeah. badass startup. What startup?
3: I fund women. It's a yeah, <laughs> system for female led businesses and startups.
4: Check it
2: out. Uh huh. <laughs> I fund um so, <laughs>
0: sponsored um, by I fund Women.
2: yeah exactly i um i got two weeks off but i think the decision i mean it's a good point that you bring up there because i think the decision to have a child uh came when we felt financially secure like mm-hmm. i think yeah. we, you know, in terms of having you know there are some couples that there are some couples that have a child like 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 save the marriage and like mm-hmm. have a child to be happier. That was not yeah. us. Um, or
3: what I think it's like yeah like ex- like, you know, something to focus on something to look forward. Right.
2: To, you know, I think for us it was uh, and it's funny you bring up the I'm scratching my poison ivy. Um, you bring <laughs> up the we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> You bring up the pressure to get married because I think what's what's so crazy. I mean, Sarah and I were together for we, we got together junior year of college, so a long time, and for years all we heard was when are you gonna get married? When are you gonna get married? And it was annoying. And then we took took our time because we were like, okay, now we're ready. Then you get married, and then immediately, immediately after you get married, it's someone gonna have a baby, and it's like this this progress that I I, I don't know about cross culturally, but at least in the in the U.S. the culture here is like those are the steps you go through in life. So we did get a little bit of that, but we had time on our side that we have been together for a long time. We've gone through these things in our in our life together, like the parents passing away and just like going through all of these things together that we were at the place, I think, and the two of us think, that we were good to go in terms of getting married and then, okay, now we're, now we're good to go in our life in terms of having a child. And I think we finally reached a point where like, okay, we're financially okay to do this. That was part of the decision. Um, But I think uh, having a, the other part of it that we probably didn't even check in on was like, which we didn't feel like we had to was like, are we good in our marriage that we can have a child? That probably is a step in a lot of people's discussion is like, we're good enough that we can have a kid, right? Like that was that was not even a question. It was like, okay, we're gonna, this is time.
4: yeah. Okay. Well, I think having a kid too, a lot of that comes with like where you are in your life, like you guys are talking about. And the example that you're giving of people who want to try to save their marriage or, or work on their relationship, I think I think unfortunately the delusion of having a kid is, is like you said, Sarah, it's like, it's sort of another focus. It's, it's all of a sudden shifts, all the focus of the marriage on parenthood. But unfortunately, when you're looking at, becoming parents you, you have to do it together and so it's it's almost this it's this insane stressor that is added to your marriage when you have a kid if you're already not in sync and exactly i, I 100% yet. agree with that yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: and i and to that to the opposite end of that it will make it easier to be parents if you already are in sync and can yeah. and can continue that as yeah. you as you add a child and yeah. that quote I mean, unquote be stressor like, but yeah
4: the interesting yeah. part about having kids too is that like a lot of a lot of what you pull from is what you saw as a kid or what you did or no like my mom didn't do that like no we were fine and so i think you're already going to have the disagreements that if in your marriage you're not foundationally in the same space it's going to be harder to kind of rebuttal and work that out and be like oh, okay i can see your point it's just going to be a full-out war and yeah. i think like, i think
2: this you yeah. think that
4: yeah and i think that that's why it's so interesting i mean the The study that I was citing was done, um, all over America. It was like 218 couples over eight years and they were asking, you know, how happy are you? And less than 10% said they were happier after kids. That's huge. That's 90% saying like, and these are not couples that are like on the verge of divorce. These are very average, regular couples that went through a screening saying, look, it just made our marriage a lot more difficult. Like it just, it's. It was just very, very tough.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I t- I think it also all comes back to that. Like, what do you genuinely want? Like, do you do you want to be happy in your with your relationship? Do you want to be like really working alongside this person to like grow your family and have this mm-hmm. and like raise your children, or do you want to just be playing the blame game all day and it's not your it's your fault mm-hmm. that this didn't happen and then, like fighting over every aspect of like child, you know, childcare and and also just like your day to day relationship, like.
4: If that's
3: the the hole that you fall into, like that sucks. But I will say, you know, when we have little, when we have our arguments, related or otherwise, it's like, I can see how you can allow that to happen and how you can sort of Mm -hmm. just allow that to become the norm where you're just fighting all day and, like, you know, that there's no, like, genuine desire to, like, actually enjoy the company of this other person anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you're just like roommates who just want to, like, Hate each other sometimes and then all and then just like you know just act, like add to the list of things that they're not doing right all the time and just like picking on them like that mm-hmm. That's, I could see yeah. That
0: happen, but yeah you
1: know. I have a question how what are some things like for I mean obviously Sarah and Gary won't get this but like to identify in a relationship yeah. if you're like mm-hmm, these things aren't working like I don't know are there things to like look out for it that indicate you're having an unhealthy marriage
4: yeah, I mean, I think like red flags always come with I mean number one it's it's really subjective because you for someone that's in a relationship, you know your triggers as a person, right? So in a relationship, the red flags really consist of number one, conflict resolution for sure. I mean, like how far are you guys going to sort of resolve conflict? Are you pushing buttons? are you saying, awful things like language, things like, you know, obviously aggression, but at the same time, like how, what's the process? Like, great. Your first year of marriage is called like the wet cement year where you're inevitably building all these um, patterns and habits that you don't know of. And they're like, the reason why they're calling it cement obviously is because from then on, whatever you set that standard to is like kind of what happens unless you consciously or actively change it. So when you're thinking about red flags, you're thinking about, conflict you're thinking about um just your day-to-day pattern your moods like how do you guys impact your moods a red flag would be like you know you have to kind of measure your day-to-day like happiness versus depression and I don't mean that in a clinical depression way I mean that is all of us as human beings get down all of us are impacted by our work schedule by life by money by things like that so in your relationship are all of these things that you're already feeling is it being exacerbated by your partner or by your relationships. Mm. So those are kind of things to just look out for. I mean, I think like, not that I would write like a self-help book at any point, but I think for, <laughs> me, for me in my personal life, I honestly draw from my relationships more than my like doctorate in psychology. Like, I, I don't know that that really taught me as much in the sense of like, I've done couples therapy, but what I've learned, what I've learned in my own relationships has really, that's what I use more in therapy Mm -hmm. because you intuitively know when something feels off or something feels like this is not, this is not healthy. Mm -hmm. We all know that. Like we can all pick up a donut and justify, eh, whatever, you know, I'll work out tomorrow. We can all do that, right? That's tangible with food. We can do that in our relationships too. We know like, man, the way that this person talked to me, the way that they handled this situation, like the way that they handled money, the way that they just overall this feels bad and this is a pattern. We know that, but we justify it for the people we love.
1: Yeah. I mean, it makes me think too of like some relationships where you have like sort of a um, like dependency going on. like
4: Yeah. Codependency even. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think like a lot of times, I mean, it's interesting that you guys talk about, what well, Gary and Sarah particularly talk about being together for so long. I think that is one of those like, double-edged swords where you can say, yeah, we know each other really well, but at the same time, like, do we really know what it's like to not be with each other anymore at some point? And so that's really, like, you hear all the time, man, it's like a, I always think about this in our society as, like, such a fucking, like, I don't even know how to put it into words, but you're never going to win. Like you can meet someone and their people are going to be like, wow, that was really fast. Or you can be with someone forever. And they're going to be like, well, they didn't get to explore their options. Like when you think of people and when you think of society, when you think of people that have an opinion there, that's when you have to really sort of get that noise out of your head because there's no amount of satisfaction. Anyone isn't going to look at someone and be like, wow, you were engaged for a year. You were married within three years. This is the perfect formula. Right right, so that doesn't exist, um, sure. yeah, yeah, and we're influenced as people, we 're heavily influenced by what people think, by what our families think, by what our friends think, like we 're human beings, like that's very, very normal, but but the extent to which you set boundaries, that 's what can make or break a relationship mm-hmm. all right, yeah um, I have a question, I think Theba, you also
0: have this had this question um, written down. Um, about the culture of your home and like not to be ultra feminist about it, but like I'm, I'm curious what your kind of like roles are, be it like gender, like norm. I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like in the past things that were modeled to us as women were are not, don't necessarily work for us and maybe vice versa. Um, and I just think about some people that I know that are older where it felt like the woman was sharing like there was no, not a shared load of like responsibilities and stuff. How do you guys like, what's your, I don't know, like what are your roles within your marriage and like, how do you think that's helped sustain it? Yeah. Cause in Jackie's marriage, I mean, Nick is the chef. Yeah, and that's not, again, that's not me trying to pull, like, a feminist car and be yeah, like, I'm not gonna cook for you. Yeah, it's just, like, he enjoys cooking, and, like, his his food is better.
1: I was sort of trying to make it uh, something against you, uh, being mean to you that you make him cook, because you're like, I don't cook. That didn't work. That didn't work. I do not know it how,
2: how to do it. No, I mean,
1: um, is it um, manipulative? Maybe. Yeah, it. No, yeah. but, but yeah, that is, I guess, reverse.
2: I, I probably wouldn't eat Jackie's food. Um,
1: yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I
2: don't think I would. Uh I, Come on, it, you must have, like, one
0: really
2: good Italian recipe in LA. You, you can't, uh, can't parm, Jackie? No. <laughs> you can't make it your Oh, wow.
0: No, <laughs> no, I inherited my mother's genes, which was she hates cooking. Great. But my sister got the good Italian gene, and she's a great oh, cook. Yeah. And loves it. Well, there you go. Hey, anyway, um,
1: sorry, I interrupted to try to make a joke, and it failed.
0: Well,
2: you know what? Sometimes <laughs> you bomb on your own podcast. <laughs> I would say any joke uh, at the expense of Jackie will probably work. Okay, okay,
1: <laughs> that's fine. Glad we all agree on. Everyone's that. cheering. Who's listening?
4: <laughs> but also, Gary is uh, Gary,
3: <laughs> Gary's the chef. Gary is the cook. Yeah. You know, I, you, I'm I, sure some of that, which is, I guess, relatively unique, uh, is probably also contributes to like our the the healthiness of our relationship. It's like. He does his fair share of cooking and cleaning and all that jazz. It's really not about uh, who has what what chores around the house. Mm-hmm. We really just like, alternate on whoever is available to do it, does it. You know, we're very on the mm-hmm. same page about like what needs to get done. And then like also doing, Gary likes to cook and I, I'm, I'm I like, like to macaroni cook. and cheese or bust. I like, to, like do to do
2: dishes cook. and I like to challenge myself to cook with as little amount of dishes as possible while sarah when sarah cooks (laughs) this is a little tip that we have all the time she uses every dish in the kitchen oh my god we were We're,
4: talking about uh, this on the last podcast
2: that's so funny yeah it's ridiculous because
4: i like
3: to i'll be like "Mm, i'm gonna make like a chicken marsala and i'm like what's the coolest like most complicated recipe i can find and when i find it i'm like oh i need to buy 300 different spices that we don't have right already crazy and then I just really like yeah, learn on the fly with, or cook on the fly, and it's like taking out every. So dish. then,
2: so then for me, it, it's kind of a lose lose in that situation because for <laughs> us, it's I cook, she does dishes. If she cooks, I do dishes. But if she cooks, great, she cooks. Then I have to do the dishes. So um, yeah, Uh-oh.
0: so I, I, it, I, it's I, like a bomb went we, off. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then you know, like like we split up laundry, we yeah. we split house cleaning, we split taking care of our child. Uh, it's a pretty pretty even split. Here, other you
1: than breastfed, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, true story. Uh, Sarah got me this uh, thing that goes over my, the
3: boobs. my
2: <laughs> boot, where you can put something on your boobs you can... as a man and use the breast milk to breastfeed. And yeah. I. I didn't ever he use never it, used but it. it. Good, because like I think your f- child would be confused. <laughs> it's very, it's very. I think they'd get a little yeah. bit of nipple confusion. Uh, yeah. I have jokingly put our son up to my nipple before and tried, and he hasn't, he hasn't latched. But no. he's also old now, so
4: good. <laughs> Why <What? laughs> well, sure. Poor
0: child.
2: Yeah. Sorry, I, t- I tried turned that joke into a reality, but oh uh, yeah, I think
0: we all just got sad. No, <laughs> I mean I'd done that with my dog. Does that? No, I'm just
2: kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love <laughs> I can see that. It's creepy. But it goes with yeah, no, a turn. It. Yeah.
1: yeah, this this is, now this is strange. What were we even talking like, about? I don't, I don't know, know but all like, I can think about so is that's
2: your, question, that's your question, your like, question, Rosie, walls. about gender roles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We definitely, that is What's something my question, that but... <laughs> like, you will never, ever catch me saying, uh, like, you do that because that's your job. Or, like, you know, you like, I'm not doing that because that's not what, like, a man does. Like, yeah. Not in my... In my brain by any means anywhere in my body uh, and you'll never catch Sarah saying like well I guess sometimes Sarah will be like <laughs> like you should go mow the lawn or you should go you know do the outside activities the but that also <laughs> That's when you that use also- it. That's yeah. It also comes from the fact that I grew up in a house, so I understand what uh, it takes. Oh, she grew up, up in apartment. So I don't I grew know how an apartment. apartment. <laughs> so here's
3: poison ivy from weeding last weekend. I'm not going. I'm not going out there. Okay, but
1: also maybe it's not gender roles, but it's like strength <clears throat> or someone's like skill level, right? Like Gary's better at cooking, that's why he cooks. Like uh, True. I'm excellent at mowing the lawn, so I would do it. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I've never mowed a lawn, <laughs> but um, but you know what I mean. Like, I used to mow the lawn. It's fun. We had a riding one in my house. Nice. nice. I only used well size. So think it was, it was your, your property? Humongous, man. We had acres and acres. and no, I don't know. We just had normal-sized really? backyard. Uh, really cool.
3: We it was. Harvard, but maybe we should get a riding one because it would just be hilarious. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys can have sex on the riding lawnmower, too. Yeah, it's really cute.
3: You're taking a nap. That's good.
0: <laughs> nap, nap. lawnmowing. This again got weird. I'm sorry, they, but Maybe you and I will have a session. After yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about, about uh, Jackie. Jackie. Well, Okay, so yeah, where were
2: we? I don't know where we were. Gender roles. quick question? Can I ask a quick question? Yeah, no. For Deva. Um, yes. When doctors quote articles, do they make that up or are they actually quoting? <laughs> because uh, It's so cool impressive. Can, it's I tell, so can
4: I tell you this? Can I tell you for real? When doctors quote articles, it's real. When doctors quote statistics, that's made up.
2: That's amazing. Really? <laughs> I've always, you know, because it's so impressive to me. when like, a I can't like, say for everyone. I read Steve versus John at paragraph four, and it said, and I'm like, well, how do you remember that? Okay, but like, I have notes also just to tell okay, you. Okay. Okay.
4: When, when, no, I, no. when I look at, whenever we look at topics and stuff i i personally like to do research because i feel like i can say whatever i want but you can be like all right like what does she really know and i think like when you when you research and survey it's good to have every everyone has these like five articles in the back of their brain for the rest of their life that they read in grad school yeah, but if you yeah. want to, like add to it i think statistics wise it's very easy to just be like oh yeah except the one i gave on the show that was real I love that. She
1: does have notes. She does. She's, yeah, she's prepared. Okay. So let's get, do we have anything else in summary? What?
4: Can I, please, can I say something? In- please, please. Okay, yeah. so I was just to end on like a positive note. Love it. One of the things that I was going to talk about was just a lot of people like will think about happy marriages and not know really where to go. You'll think about the red flags. But one of the things that I really enjoyed was I recently read this article that surveyed um, couples and asked, you know, what predicted how happy someone was in their marriage. And so this was 468 married couples that they surveyed in Georgia. And it was basically saying gratitude was the number one indicator of how happy you are in a marriage. So some very, very simple, basic advice to give is just to say thank you for these Aww. like very small moments. And I think that that's a piece that you can take in your life, whether you're married or not. Think about just your relationships with your parents and your siblings and your friends. Like it goes such a long way to just kind of acknowledge what someone else does for you. I love that. that- that, is so- that was my Danny Tanner moment. <laughs> yeah. <that's>, like, <laughs> We're going to get
3: to
4: so
1: music. No,
3: I'm
4: glad you
1: brought that up because I wanted to ask, like, what is what is an indicator of happiness in a marriage? But just, like, acknowledging each other, yeah, for what they provide or whatever. I, yeah, like I mean,
0: it. I think what we kind of realized, was Gary and Sarah saying, trust communication. Mm-hmm. And...
2: Communication is huge. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And openness and and Thabo is saying that too. And then yeah, I mean how you express your, your gratitude, because we talk about how you argue kind of, mm-hmm. but like how you yeah, um making sure that the other person knows you appreciate them. Mm-hmm.
1: So Jackie, how do you think your marriage is gonna shape up after listening to all this instead yeah, of newbie? Go. 180. <laughs> I mean oh wow, <laughs> no, because before it was
0: <laughs> the past four months have been ugh. <laughs> I mean, I would say it echoes a lot of um what what we've all been saying you know like we're happy yeah really happy together and sometimes we go this is so weird like what's the uh, we're waiting for like a ball to drop or something it's like this is crazy but
2: well it's so interesting because i knew jackie before she knew nick and i saw you in some like not not relationships (laughs) but you know like some things and i could tell i i just i remember when nick came in your life uh you were like a changed person like you, I, I remember you, you used to be a little like, you were a little like jealous with guys and you would like, I mean, you were young too, but you had a thing with guys. And when Nick came in, the thing was gone oh. and it was, it was, you were yeah. super happy. Um, Probably
0: because you could trust him. Did you? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, you,
3: well, I think he was
2: cool too. I, I, if if we can it, just so. turn
3: it on, Jackie. I'm not trying to say I don't know if it was jealousy thing. Like, I, you know, I don't like, know if it was jealousy. You were just like you, you didn't know what to think to let yourself like you. It was just like, is this good? Is it not? Eh, I don't know what this is. Eh. And then like you met Nick, and if I remember correctly, like it like there was a period of whatever, and then when you really let yourself like just like really fall in love and like go for it with him, then it was like it just all clicked and you were, you know, just like really genuinely happy and you like, you didn't have anything, any concerns. And I probably, I'm sure that was a little jarring for you too, for a period of time, like where are the issues? And like you said, you're still sort of waiting for the ball to drop. I think that like, well, I think that may, maybe just last forever, but it just, you know, you suppress it more and more you think about it less and less. And then when he
2: gave you a bag chair or whatever those things are called, it was over.
0: The love, <laughs> sack. love sack. Yeah. Love it me. is a love. It's a sack of love. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, no, I definitely, I was, a lot of it was being young and bouncing around New York city and like, yeah. And I think I was scared. Yeah. I think jealousy, that's, I was like, I don't know if it's jealousy or just, I was just a spaz kind of, and didn't know what I yeah. wanted. Um, yeah. uh, you know, like, and I, I was scared maybe to like really open up. Um, and there were some personal things going on, but once I like realized this person is a great person and like, they, like kind of like what Thabo was saying, like they didn't trigger all my worst things. They were like, yeah. you know, like it was complimentary and like I could trust him. He was a family person. He like showed that to me and I, w- I was able to put my guard down. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I love that. You know, all and right. Let it slide right in.
1: Let us hide right on in. <laughs> well, yay. Thanks, everybody. I think you're not an asshole for being happily married. My God. But the oh. PDA, just come on. Not everyone needs to see that. You're, you're, you're not. You're not, not
4: an asshole, and you shouldn't feel guilty for having something that you work at. Right? right? Like you should never that. feel guilty for that. You don't feel guilty for your promotion. So you shouldn't feel guilty for a healthy relationship because it's not easy. That yeah. is the thing. one thing we didn't say
0: is that it is a lot of work. And right. that is
4: something that people, not bad work, good work. No, like- it's not like people are like, Oh wait, I'm happy, but it's not that hard. Well, yeah, but intuitively you're doing good things for each other. And that is work. Uh-huh. Yeah. But-
0: yeah. And I, I think it's easier for people to just ditch ditch it and be like, oh, there's a problem. Sorry, not my fault. Bye. And like if you have two people that are willing and able and love each other enough to like listen, it you know, you, you get a lot out of it. Yeah. You know? Yay. Yes. Yeah. Oh it's
1: so good to see your faces, Sarah and Gary. Aww. God, I miss you guys. Yeah. And yours too,
0: Thaba we just haven't seen them in a while yeah, right. you guys are all New York based though so maybe we'll take a trip out there Yeah,
4: they're in Jersey right now Jersey. yeah but yeah. they're in New York you're in New York in right? I'm in I'm in Jersey I'm in Harrison so I'm like right by World Trade Center like oh just...
1: so before we close this on up is there anything you want to promote so I fund women yes and then Gary yeah. is there anything
2: from a good I don't know
1: Any people can follow you or anything
2: no no, uh, no. I'm, Very nice. no. Follow me at Jerry Goldtip Instagram. I never <laughs> post, so it'll be fun. Oh, there is something I want to promote. Wow. Catskill Creek and Cottage. Uh, a couple people from our comedy team. Uh, I'm jealous. Quit comedy. Well, Jackie, I mean, do not know I'm about oh, this? I'm sorry. We didn't, we stopped doing comedy together and we purchased some property in the Catskills. Um, mm-hmm. And we are now we're basically running a cabin hotel at Catskill Creek and Cottage. Wait, um, did you? Is Jeremy on that? And Dustin? Jeremy yes. is that. Jeremy and Dustin and Gary and my mom's boyfriend Herb are <laughs> the. Both. Oh,
1: I always wanted to meet someone named Herb because my name is Rosemary. Ah, dang it! I guess he's
2: taken. <laughs>
4: wow. um, <You're> taken,
2: taken <laughs> and also <laughs> sixty-eight. He's
4: uh,
0: wait, oh, I thought you meant you were doing comedy at Creek in the. K- Right.
2: up if, in if, Catskill. You come, if you come back east we will do a show there yes 100%. yes
1: okay okay um, all right yeah,
2: well right. listeners
1: are you all excited about jackie going over there and doing a
0: show in the casco <laughs> all right room. we
3: love, love you
0: love yeah. you guys thank you miss you theba thank you so much you're so insightful as always no
2: yes, problem
0: bye. bye all
2: right thank you guys bye, bye. Okay.
0: Thank you for listening to Am I an Asshole? The one about being happily married. And I realize this is hot off the coattails of for thinking love is a sham. Oh. So, think
1: about that.
0: Wow. Uh-huh.
1: Well, um, thank
0: you, Gary and Sarah and Beba. And thank you, Jackie, my wife. And thank you, Rosie, my work wife, because what we learned in this episode is you need to show appreciation for those you love. And then we also learned that I am legally married to you. <laughs>
1: All you gotta do is say I do And I'm married Anyway And I do Thank you so much for listening And thank you listeners Yes Love you Keep liking, subscribing You know, telling people about it Um, You're the reason that we exist I love you Bye
0: (laughs) Bye